Crazy. Disruptive. Explicit. We say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This, this is the Recapic Podcast. It's the Recapic uh, Podcast. We're here to mess up your day in a good way. Yeah. We wanna... in, the, in the new Reek Havoc studio. New. First podcast in the new studio. And we've got a cool poster off to my right. Yep. I don't know if we can see that, but I think so. Can you see it? Do shit you love. Yes, you can yeah, see Excellent. It. Is it just over my shoulder? It's right there. Like, uh, like an angel? Kind of, sort of. Oh, a little out. bit. Oh, uh, just uh, it's next yeah, to your ear. Right up. behind your head. Yeah. Something like that. There? Right there. Hello. Yeah. Like a little tiny voice. Do mm. you love? I love you. A little Gary V poster. Motivational poster right there. Who's Gary V? Is he... Uh, He's a guy that's like Yoda. He's kind of like your Yoda. He's my Yoda. I listened to a, a podcast the other day. Um, and this guy was talking about writing your story, your story brand. So Donald, I think it's Donald Miller's the the author of it. Outstanding book. Great podcast. But he's talking about <laughs> you never want to be the hero. Because if you look at the story of how the hero always works out, he goes, you don't want to be Luke Skywalker. Think about Luke Skywalker. Most of the movie, he's a loser. And then all of a sudden at the end, he's the stud. You want to be Yoda. Yeah. Because Yoda's the stud all the time. Mm-hmm. You want to be Hamish. Mm-hmm. You want to eat list. It was, it was good, though. And I was like, yeah. And then I realized I'm not a hero. Mm. So. You can do a good Yoda voice, though. I, mm, yes, I can. Yoda, I am. Mm. <laughs> see? Yeah, it's a great Yoda voice. Can't do a Luke Skywalker voice, can He's you? He's an idiot. Yeah, see? What else did Mark Hamill ever do? No offense, Mark, but. What else did he do? I don't know. And then he came back and he was like bitching about it. This is dumb. I don't even like. I'm here. Okay, this could, this could probably cost us all of our listeners, our millions. Don't of millions tell me of you listeners. don't like Star Wars. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Okay, I'm, but that's I'm different. I'm just not. I'm not a sci-fi guy at all. None of it. Okay, like, I'm none gonna. Of it does it for me. I'm gonna I, use I mean, I watch it because I was a kid then. I had to, but you I'm get not beat watch. up if you didn't. Probably. I'm gonna use this as a segue. I write this brilliant commercial, and it is all about, it's a uh, heating and air conditioning place, and it is all about this guy out trying to do Jedi mind tricks on the furnace in his garage in his underwear, and he is <laughs> trying to get this, and his wife is like, what are you doing? And he's doing the Yoda voices, and he's like, mm, figure out the furnace, I will, yes, mm. and she's like, you and this Star Wars thing are totally totally getting carried away. And then he shifts from that, and he's like... <laughs> and she's like, oh, my gosh. Funny commercial, right? And, of course, I can do all the voices on it, so it makes it... I can pull it off. So I, I present it to the client, and <laughs> she looks at me straight in the eye, and she goes, I hate Star Wars. <laughs> now, here's the funny part. This is right before the new deal of star wars right. started to come out this is like 10 years yeah. ago so star wars had been like return of the jedi was the last one this is right before the the next one episode what one or whatever the prequel anyway right right she was like no no i hate star wars i'm not gonna do it and i'm like oh with all due respect it's pretty popular we're yeah you we're may want to reconsider you're not that. your customer yeah How about that but the uh, so there you go, right there. Number one, you're not your customer. Number two is fire your fucking customer. Oh, uh, where were we at here? I don't have my clock up. That's pretty quick. That was four cool. minutes, about four minutes. Today's episode is one of my favorite topics mm-hmm. that I bring up over and over again when I'm talking to people. We're doing in consulting and sales mm-hmm. stuff with guys. I actually was just talking to a young sales guy today that I'm a young Jedi a young Jedi yeah mm-hmm. if I knew more terms I could use more you have to help well me you got I'll help you I'm here for you, you help me out and uh but the most important one that I think one of the most important things you can do in sales is fire the customer and know that you can fire the customer and I'm not just saying fire the customer because I own the business and I'm the business owner and I can fire it. I'm saying douche just getting rid of those accounts that you that just aren't working, man. Get rid of them. Move hey. on. Move on. And firing the customer will probably be the most successful mm-hmm. slash fun thing you'll ever do. It's a, well, they become time sucks. And it, here's the thing: it isn't necessarily that the customer's an idiot. 
Because it's easy to go that way and be like, yeah, you're a total moron. You don't know. That's not really what we're nope. talking about. This is all a style thing. Yeah. Right? I want a good partner that does things the way that, that hey, if you get me, you get my sense of humor, you get all these different things, you you would understand why the, the radio commercial involving Chewbacca and Yoda, why that appeals to a broad audience. And it's funny. Right. Like, trust me on it. But, I mean, again, part of that's trust. But that's the relationship, right? That, right there, she walked into a situation where she basically told you that she doesn't trust you on it, which yeah. is, you know, hilarious. And I think, you know, I actually had slated uh, Travis Schwartz to come in here for this one. I had a meeting with him I, yesterday. Really? That's yeah. funny. I was actually taught, I, I had him written down as my possible guest for this one because he has such a great story about um, firing a customer. And for those that, don't know who Travis Schwartz is. He's also Hank Patterson on YouTube. He only has YouTube a million and, or so followers. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's hilarious. He went to the same high school as we did. He's a local guy. He's made it pretty big just off of his character, uh, Hank Patterson. And so he does, you know, Hank Patterson fly fishing guide, and it's it's fucking hilarious. If you but, haven't, if you yeah, haven't, if you haven't looked up, you, you gotta, gotta look it up. Go look it up because it's, it's worth it's, it. It's, it's it's awesome. But anyway, he I was meeting with him about some stuff, and he was telling me, he said, yeah, one of the times that, you know, and he does other work, obviously he writes commercials and, and, you know, he's a good writer. Yeah. He writes a lot yeah. of stuff and he does think that's, I mean, he has a business that does that. So he does a lot of different things and he met with a client and the client basically soon as she walked in, it was, you know, she starts telling him what would be funny that mm-hmm. he did. And again, you watch him. He's hilarious. His, and, I will say this, his humor, he's very witty. And he's right. super dry, which is really funny because I've sat at a table with him and he and I will have a complete side conversation going of that that level of humor. And there are other people at the table that have no idea that we're so entertained. Yeah. It's, he, <laughs> That's why he's you'll so miss good. It. You'll miss it. Yeah, you'll <laughs> miss it. If you're not paying attention, you'll miss it kind of deal. And it, it, you know, it's just like the guy, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. And the customer literally says, you know, it'd be funny as if we did this. And he's like, okay, okay, well, thanks, appreciate it. You know, he's courteous the first couple idea. times, right? He's like, all right, cool, we'll we'll look at that, you know. And then she keeps kind of going, yeah, you know, then you could do this, and you can do. Finally, he's like, you know what? Hey, I got an idea. How about you let me be funny, and you just write the checks, and we'll be all right, because that's what you hired me to do. Like, you pay, you're paying me money to actually be funny and write this, but yet you're trying to tell me how to write it. And it, it just started kind of a tumultuous relationship with this, this client and basically everything he kicked to her just, you know, started getting shot down. He finally just got pissed off and just said, you know what? And he hey, said, this, it was, he said it was the first working. time he goes, it was the first time in his life. He ever realized you can fire these fuckers. Like you don't yeah. have to do business. Like he, 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 it just kind of was this epiphany and all of a sudden he's sitting there he goes, Oh, I don't have to. And he just kind of looked at her like it happened right in front of her. And he said, he just looked oh, at her and he's like, and yeah, he's kind of like, we're not going to do this anymore. I'm done. Like, I don't want to do business with you. And she's like, well, we we're already, he's like, no, I'm that's fine. We'll, we'll give you your money back. Whatever it is. Like, we're not going to do business together. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, and kind of dumbfounded. So he, she continues to call him like, what did, what, you know, and he's like, I don't, this isn't a good fit. Like you don't trust me that's to it. be funny. You haven't actually, like you hired me to do a job and you know, you're, you're telling me that, you know, you, how you would do it. Like you don't, it doesn't, if you could do it, you would do it. Like, mm-hmm. don't sit here. I don't need, you know, sweat Which, equity on this deal. And <laughs> I, I, you know, like you wouldn't take your car to a fucking mechanic. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. And sit there in the mechanic shop and walk out there in the, in the fucking garage and be like, uh, did you check that fucking tube right there? I don't know what it's called, but it's hooked to the thingy over there. I like, brought no, my you, craftsman tools with me. Yeah. You, you mind do. if I, uh, if I suit up and climb on in? Yeah. And it was, it was the, like he said, it was a turning point in his business life. I mean, he, oh, was, yeah. he said, you know, just in general, he's like, when you realize that like, you know what? No, I, I do something well, I'm here to do this. And if you don't appreciate it, then there's a point where maybe we just don't jive. And Which, I think that's the Here's the thing. thing. You are not going to jive with everybody. No. There's no possible no. way. And it's not personal. No. No, there's, there are times we, I was super lucky doing the radio thing because we had two different production people. And there were people that I was like, hey, man, you should probably work with this other person. Yeah. And I would not necessarily tell them. I would let my account executive deal with it. But there were a lot of times I'm like, hey, man, this isn't going to work. They're just going to be frustrated. 
And, no, and that's okay. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of different things that go into. I mean, firing a customer is a very just a very vague statement. But like for you to, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why it's probably just not going to work. I mean, it could could not work. I mean, I've had. I mean, I've told the story earlier in one of the earlier episodes where I said that you know talked about the guy that basically just treated me like shit through the card behind the, you know, his desk. And that was his filing. Yeah. And I just he filed like, it no, on his desk no. with all the rest. So I literally was just like, no, you know what? No, give me my car back. You know, and I fired that guy before we even started. I just said, you know, fuck this. I'm, I'm out of here. You know, like this is going to work. And it was basically because I realized real quick, like if this guy could treat me like this, the first time he meets me, oh, yeah. he's going to treat me like shit later on too. So, I mean, there's, there's times where that's what it is. And then there's times where, they just don't get it. Like they don't. They don't see it, right? I ran into that a lot. Yeah. I mean, you. I have. You have to with oh, creative. Yeah. It's oh, got to yeah. be like. I'm like, if I cut that worse. part out, I spent this part. So you've got a 60 second commercial. The whole first 40 seconds of the radio spot is setting up the funny and setting up the the humor of the spot that you close with the solve of mm-hmm. why choose your business. I, there's, I can list off all the shit that you do. That's not going to move the needle. Right. Like, what's the what's the solve? What's the storyline that, that you're inviting me into, right? You have a narrative. Trevor Brown's narrative is, yeah, I got these things going on, and I need somebody to fix blank. Right. That's the narrative. Get, I want to be part of that conversation. Right. And I'm, I'm, the way that I had typically done that is, I, life is funny, man. There's all kinds of ridiculous scenarios and they're like, yeah, well, we need to talk more about all the things we do. They know what you do. If you're a heating and air conditioning place, they know what you do. It's in your name. Yep. It's yep. okay. They'll figure it out. It's not that hard. Concept closure is one of the most beautiful things in creative. It makes the, the power of your concept so much better because you find the closure of it and you take ownership of it as opposed to me telling you that. So therefore, we're the choice. Yeah. <laughs> no, like I want to, I'm, I'm going to assume you're competent because you're in business, right? Entertain me a little bit, inform me some, what are the things, what's, what is the narrative that you're talking about? And there are people that just, they want to bullet list all the stuff that they do. Like I, I literally had this conversation with a Mexican food restaurant. He wanted to do, so I, I did this whole deal and it was, it wasn't overly funny, it was creative and it was good, but I didn't list off all the things that they served because you're a Mexican restaurant. And he's like, well, we need to say that they are selling, we are selling tacos and enchiladas and flautas. You were dealing with Antonio Yeah, Banderas. he was Antonio Banderas. He had a restaurant? He has a restaurant? He does. Holy shit. I know. Wow. And I was, <laughs> it was one of the times where I'm like, listen, they know that you have tacos and burritos and enchiladas because you're a Mexican food restaurant. Yeah. We don't have to tell them that. Save a little space. Save some characters on this tweet. We don't need to worry about putting that in there. He was like, I do not agree. And then I was like, all right, fine. Your voice is awesome. But uh, your movie career? (laughs) I don't know, man. I liked you in Desperado. (laughs) That's because I carried two suitcases that were shaped like instrument cases, but they were they machine guns and rocket launchers. Wow. I want to go to his restaurant now. I'm hungry. Yeah. Well, he serves tacos, burritos, and enchiladas. Does he? <laughs> yeah. At a Mexican and, restaurant? And flautas. At a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I'll be damned. You know. Oh. And Coca-Cola. Tasted happy in, in, in a bottle, probably. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's, it's funny because everybody... For different reasons, they they think they know what it is, and I think it's micromanagement. I think we we yeah. I, I hate micromanagement, but it's kind of the way it is. It's kind of I mean, like I said, this it, I love when these things happen to me the day that we record because it's like I kind of get fresh about you know it's like it's, it's fresh on the mind. But like literally today, like just talking with people about um, big business and stuff, and I yeah. it's, it's kind of the same way, right? Um, went down and was talking to some some friends at work different place you know down lows and i was down there picking up some stuff and they uh he's telling me about basically how micromanaged you know everything is and i'm like yeah it's a corporation man that's how they do it and they, they don't realize like just let people do what they do like things flow smoothly if you let people do what they do like it just that's is why what it that's is, why right? you hire competent people right let if them you, be competent yeah 
it, you know, and that's, that's, you know, hire fast and fire faster. If they're bad, fire, fire them. them. Here's the thing though, on the corporate thing, if, if you're the corporate boss and something goes wrong and your ass is on the line and you can't explain it, well, I had Trevor do it and he screwed it up. Right. Unfortunately. And the reality is I hired this guy. He's good. He made a poor decision. Now we got to figure it out. It's not my fault. Or that everybody makes a decision or everyone makes yeah. a mistake. It's not. And that's where, I mean, with your, you know, your situation, that's where we get into with, you know, a lot of these customers mm-hmm. would, wouldn't be fired if they would back the fuck off and not have to sit here and breathe down everyone's neck. And, you know, I mean, we deal, obviously we come from a construction side of things. It's, it's horrible in a way. Like I've got a project going right now that, you know, the, people are great people but mm. they are retired they have nothing else to do but to be on the job site all the time and <laughs> and i can tell you from idle hands i can tell you a hundred percent being in the in the construction industry you don't want it it's like i call the construction industry sort of like a construction project sort of like an egg roll you really don't want to know what's on the inside of it and what happens in the middle you just want to know that it tastes good at the end right i don't want to know what's in an egg roll i don't know i, don't I know. have no idea i don't know what tastes good same thing i don't care what happens because if you sat on a job site all the time on construction shit goes sideways every day that's how like, it works things are crooked you got to fix them things are this way they get fixed right but if you're a homeowner and you're on the job all the time the first thing you're doing is you're sitting there going oh uh, hey, that's crooked. Well, I know it's crooked, but I'm going to straighten it when I, I, it's part of the process I do later when I do this, but they don't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. I know you don't. You're the fucking homeowner and you're not supposed to know you hired me to do it. So back the fuck up. And that's where I think people get to where they're doing the same thing with you is like, they're doing the creative and they're trying to like, well, I just want to make sure to, you know, I, and that's what I hope this whole, I mean, we're kind of looking at the big picture here where this is what I want this podcast to be. Like, I want this to be a, you know, it's funny. But I want people to hear this. And if you're a person offending this, I mean, there's going to be people listening to this podcast that are on the side that are laughing because, yeah, they have customers mm-hmm. like that. But there's going to be people listening to this podcast that are like, oh, shit, I'm the customer that they're talking about. And right? you may, you might think that you're right. Right. Well, it's because I'm right. There's more than one right. Yeah. And I mean, Let all it, I can ask trust, you is just trust the back. process. Trust yeah, the process. Trust That's the something process. that That's I've great. said so many yep. times. Trust the process. Yep. It's not done. It is nope. a work of art in progress yep. and we'll make it right. Right. We're, don't, don't judge me until it's done. Trust right. the process. <laughs> one, there's one job where you don't want to do that. That's tattoo artist. If you're going to get a tattoo, don't wait till he's done to tell him if it looks bad. That's You know, you spelled that wrong. <laughs> But outside of the tattoo artist, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, let it let it happen, man. Like, just you know, if you're if you're one of those people, just know that your life one will be less stressful if you're mm-hmm. not worrying about other people's jobs. Worry about you. Like, just fucking worry about you. Do the best you can do. Like, give the best instruction or description of what you want done. Right. Answer the questions when they need them answered. When your creative person calls you and says, "Hey, can you listen to this?" Do you like? Give them a feedback. That's it. Give, give me good feedback. Don't give don't, me. Right. Don't give me. I don't like it. Yeah. Like, well, what you don't you what? like? I just don't like it. Yeah. Or, or, but here's here's the other thing I would say. You have to understand the strategy of what you're doing from a on the creative side of things, because you do have a target. We call them personas. If you understand the persona of of who you're advertising to, it makes all the difference in the world. But here's the thing: the guy writing the check very rarely is the persona. It just it's very rare. And you have to be able to get outside of yourself and, and recognize I'm not the target. I mean, I, I got into arguments with a guy that owned a tanning salon. That, what, I don't, what's up with the music? <laughs> like, man, you're running on a CHR station. It, like, and it, this is an up, this is what they listen to. Right. This is the music. Do you listen to this radio station? No, my kids do. Well, so do your customers. Right. That 22-year-old little it's hottie that comes in to get a tan? you. She's listening to that radio station. You know what's in her headphones? <laughs> I, and it goes back like the same deal. Talking to a customer. Customer says to me. Construction industry says, you know what? I just, I, I don't understand it because, or like social media. We talked about this on the social mm-hmm. media thing, right? I don't understand it. I, you know, I'm not on, I'm not on Facebook or Instagram. I just don't want to advertise on there. Well, are you selling houses to you? 
to you, no, particularly, just because one. you can't even speak for every sixty-five-year-old out there. You can't mm. speak for like I can show you the numbers that show you that eighty-five percent of the world is on freaking social media. So you're the, not on it. The you're not world. on it doesn't mean shit to me. All that means is you're freaking behind. behind the times okay. and you're fifteen percent. That's all I know. Like I'd rather market to the eighty-five percent, and I think that people don't, they you know, when they don't get that, that to me is a point where I fire the customer. So here's here's the analogy that I make to that is left and right-handed people, and I don't know the exact statistics of this. I just know that a minority of people are left-handed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, imagine that you only were trying to sell to left-handed people, right? And you're marketing because with, you're left-handed. Because you're left-handed. Yeah, I'm left-handed, and, and you wouldn't. You're, you're everything's about left-handed people. People don't people don't design products for just left-handed people. No, because that would be dumb. I, yeah, I don't get it. And I mean, and that's that point. So what I'm getting at is back to the point of the 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 episode of the firing the customer. Those are, that's another firing point, right? That's another point where you're like, you know what, this guy doesn't quite get it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to explain it, right? Because you don't just give up on someone right away, you know. But right. I'm going to say, hey, you know what? Cool, I get it. You know. Let me explain to you something. You know, 85%, blah, 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 blah. We just now go through the thing we just did, right? real slowly. Like. Yeah. And we go in this and we get into this thing and I tell you, okay, this is why I'm saying this, right? This is why this works. And they're like, okay, okay. And they get it. Okay. Move forward with the customer. If they're the guy that just doesn't get it. And I mean, I run into this over and over again. I mean, in the, in the building industry, it is got to be one of the most archaic I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's other that. ones that are like say they are, but I can't. I can't imagine that there's much more. I mean, these guys. I would say like rock, like rocks more. Yeah, like if, like you're, if you're a rock, a, a rock person, a rock quarry. Yeah, yeah that's you're just a rock quarry. Yeah. What do you? How was work today? I just cut some rocks out of yeah. more rocks, bigger rocks, made smaller. Do you have rocks. an Instagram? I don't need Instagram. I cut rocks. I don't. There's know. probably a rock quarry that has an Instagram account. Though, I have. And they're a, probably selling more than you. I have a flip phone. Yep. Yeah, that's the guy. The guy at the flip phone. That's yeah. the guy. I haven't seen a flip phone in a while. I did. I took a picture. I know a guy uh, in Butte, Montana. He's got a flip phone. Yep. Bill Gurley is his name. Shout out to Bill Gurley. Bill Gurley, what's up? Flip phone. He's a phone. good drinking buddy of mine. Yeah, you got to have drinking buddies in Butte, Montana. What else do you do in Butte, Montana? You drink. Hunt. You listen to Tim Montana. Oh. Tim Montana. Another I'm shout out. Tim Montana. Tim Montana. Uh, I... I yeah, he has a flip phone. I took a picture of it. I'll show it to you. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's weird. But anyways, the, but even he laughs and knows that like he's behind the times, right? I mean, he gets it. Like he understands. So okay, I'll still be his customer. He's right? like, or he'll I just don't customer, care. Right? I'm good. Yeah, we're good. We're fine. But when you get, you know, when you get to that point where you just can't, it's a time suck. Like you said, like they're time vampires. They're starting to take away from what you're doing as a salesperson. You can't do that. And man. pissing you off. Yep. And it's harder. Like, I mean, we got people, you know, I'm hoping we got people all over the spectrum listening to this, right? That are, that are, you know, a, a sales right. guy in a Preach it, brother. Showroom. You're so right. And a sales guy in a showroom has to do this quicker than, say, like my position. Like my job, I am, I'm nurturing relationships that take years sometimes. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I work with people for years before I sell them something sometimes. And it's, but it's a big ticket items and we right. sell a lot, you know, and it's, it's a big territory. But if you're a guy just working in a store sometimes, and I mean, I, and I've been that guy. And then, and when I had, when we had, uh, our finished hardware showroom, mm-hmm. great example, people come in, I have doors, windows, hardware, all this stuff in this showroom. I had to quickly be able to figure out what, this person, if this person was going to fit into what we were doing. And we, we had a lot of high end stuff. Like I wasn't there to sell the cheap shit that was mm-hmm. at Home Depot or Lowe's. That's, I was opposed to them. So when somebody come in and they just start bang, 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 instead of just sucking all my time, I literally would bounce them and be like, you know what? Hey, go cruise up the road to, to Lowe's. And it offended some people, right? I mean, I wasn't, I, you know, it's mm-hmm. probably the beginning of my, I don't give a fuck. I'm a dick kind of guy sales technique. You should have I, a song for that. I probably, it's, yeah, probably, a, probably country a song, song already. Probably yeah. a country song already. But I, I literally want to like, you know, I figured out that I was wasting too much time with that person that was not my customer. Yep. And so I needed to shit can him and move on to the next one. Cause sometimes I had two or three people in the showroom. Right. And I don't have time. Like if you're going to be a pain in my ass, go somewhere else, man. And let me move to this person. But, yeah. but too many people 
They lock in on one and they don't let their teeth out. They won't do it because they don't want to lose a customer. They yep. don't want to lose a sailor. They don't want to. And it's like, dude, do you understand? I can tell you from years of doing business, but that's the guys right who are the biggest assholes. Listen to me. If you're new in sales and I, God, I just had this conversation today with literally with a kid who's 19, 20 years old. If you are, if that person is not doing, you know, you can quickly assume that that, that person or understand if that person's not picking up what you're laying down, mm-hmm. you got to bounce to the next person and go, man, because that's just not working, dude. Because you probably work on commissions. It's, yeah. And it's you got to remember that. And the thing is, is like, I mean, I, I don't know where this came from, where this whole the idea that you're supposed to like just oh man I worked that sale for four hours and I finally closed them I, maybe it's car sales that's I mean old car school. sales stuff is like that They're, yeah they were like you that. know but even like, that's changed a ton I, you know I blame women to a point oh that's now gonna, you're that's gonna, gonna probably go over well that's gonna be that's gonna go over well awesome done. anybody uh, else you but wanna, what, yeah who else do I want to blame um, <laughs> no I'm gonna blame but, like any politicians you know what you want to blame Mother Teresa you want to blame her. Go ahead, no, go I, ahead, Mister Douchebag. That, that far, but I will. Um, I do a guy that you used to work with. I don't know if you'll recognize the story, but I heard the story over and over again over the years listening to him on the morning show, mm-hmm. and he tells loves to tell the story about how he basically stalked his wife to the point where she caved in and went on a date with him, and now they're married. Now, that story's not. <laughs> On its own, like, I mean, that's not the only time I've heard this story. Like, I've heard these stories. That's why I say I blame women. Because women tend to, they, they, you know, the play hard to get thing. And, like, you'll hear these guys and they say, yeah, I asked her out like 27 times. I'm like, you're a fucking stalker. You know? <laughs> There's a fine line between hopeless romantic and stalker. <laughs> yeah. And fucking felony. <laughs> so, like, I literally hear these stories. But I think, it, you know, where I'm tying this in at before I totally offend everybody, I'm just saying... Literally, I find that you have a mentality of people that are thinking that you have to just continue. Like, oh, it didn't break this time. I'm going to keep breaking them down, breaking them down, breaking them down. You know what? I do the same thing in the dating world mm-hmm. that I do in business world. If I talk to you at a bar, probably the Buffalo Club. If I talk to you at the <laughs> Buffalo Club, the Buffalo shout Club. out to the B Club. Home court. Home court. If I walk up and talk to you and you blow me off, I'm not coming back. Yeah. And you know what? I've had more success this way well, yeah. than I ever did coming back up that's and being just, like, that's part hey, of, uh, part can of I buy game. you a drink? No. Okay. Then you come back around. Hey, you want to dance? No. Dude, just pick up on the signals and move on. That's and cool. you know what? In sales, I used to be the same way as that guy at the bar. And I'd walk up and be like, hey, can I show you this? No, we're just looking. I call it the Heisman. That's the sales Heisman. They give you that hand on your forehead. And they you say, ever no, say anything like Just snotty, looking. Snotty back. Just there. looking. I did. Yeah. One time when. Careful to, when the to, sun comes up, Miss Vampire. To the girl. Cold blood. To the girls or to the uh, customers. Did I talk about Either one. Yeah, usually to the customer more than the girls. But like, yeah, like it was funny. My big here was my big thing. I did a little stint in, in real real retail. I call it doing. I sold furniture for a over a holiday for an extra job during the holidays. Yeah, Oak Express. Recently? No, this is a long time ago. No, Oak Express. That I was had like kids. That was, yeah. that was like twenty years ago. It was like when I first got married. Yeah, I was like married the first time. The first time. Um, but cheers to your next ex wife. <laughs> yeah, I can't still looking. Um, but. People, I used to do this all the time because I, one, I didn't need this job. It was extra Christmas money because I was in construction and this was just like, well, construction was slow. I worked basically from, uh, I just worked through the holidays. I basically would just work from Thanksgiving to when home show started, like in March, basically is what we do. And um, so I was self-employed, didn't really give a shit. So I could piss people off all the time. But I, I sure literally. Your manager loved that. Yeah, that's awesome. Trevor, yeah. we need to work on your attitude. Yeah. And you need to wear more flair. More flair. <laughs> so I'm going to punch you right in your face. Literally, he, the customers would come up and I'd walk up to them and say, hey, how are you guys doing today? And they said, we're just looking. And I go, oh, I didn't ask how, I didn't ask if you were looking. I asked how you were doing today. And a oh. lot of times they would stop and go, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm fine. I'm, we're fine. We're fine. How are you? I, and then I would literally walk off before they said anything. Else. I would just walk like, like I'm not even here to help you. Like That's you, awesome. hey, so I was just I'm here. Off. I'm just here. Yeah, I was just walking by asking how you're doing. Fuck it, off. It I'm going to get a coffee. It doesn't take that many of the like 
I call them leeches, where they're just like, and they're, Hi, I'm here, tell you something, tell you something. Like, give me some space. I know you work here. When when I'm ready, I'm going to look around and I'm going to be like, hey, Mr. Friendly Person, I got a question on this. I will find you. It's <laughs> Give people a little bit of credit. They'll figure it out. And if you're a good salesperson, you're watching for the, again, you, you touched on something I think was really good. You got to have a little bit of like emotional intelligence in terms of figuring out those cues. Like pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. Like with the dating thing, same thing. Oh, I, man, I could tell you more than a thousand stories of being completely rejected. I do have a funny story. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah. This is at uh, Hannah's. Humping oh, Hannah's. Oh, yeah. So I am at the bar being my charming self. Yeah. And this very attractive lady comes up next to me. We're talking and getting along great. I'm making her laugh. I am the funniest person she's ever met. And she's like, oh, my God, you're so funny. You have to come meet my friends. And I was like, sure. And so I literally hopped down from the bar stool because I'm short. And the bar stools are tall. So when I get down, I, like, decrease in height from mm-hmm. when I was sitting. And she was fairly tall. She was probably 5'9". And she goes, ah, oh, you're short. <laughs> and I was like, shh. Don't tell anybody. What? It's a secret. What? And she's like, no, like, you're really short. And like, got real sick and like, 180'd it and booked it back to the table. Like, you're no longer invited to see my friends. And I was like, worthy. Are you serious? Did that just happen? The bartender was like, like, bartenders are the best, man. They get (laughs) it. They see shit, dude. And he's like, wow. He didn't even say anything. Like he just go, he just shook his head. He pours me another beer. I didn't. I get back up on the bar stool and I was like, "Well, that didn't go as expected." Get back up on the bar stool and he slides another beer across the table and he's like, "That one is on the house." <laughs> that was some cold shit right there, dude. Well, it was worth a free drink. I just actually wrote a note on my notepad to I just put bartenders because bartenders are great. We need one of our episodes needs to just be we need to get a bartender on crazy here. Bar, bartending stories. Oh yeah, they hear it dude. all though. Dude, and they're so cool. There's got to be so much knowledge in a bartender. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Useless, amazing. Ugh. We're going to figure that. I'm going to I'm going to figure out what that episode's about and we're going to get a bartender on here. I'll I'll uh I'll make that happen. That'll be. But yeah, I, you know, entertaining. People, well, there she you know what? Here's what she did. She fired you as a customer. <laughs> she did. She did. And I because I did not I did not meet the quota. Apparently the there's a high qualification there, and uh, so so there therein lies kind of an interesting thing. Like it's really easy for me to be offended by chicks not being interested because I am five foot four. I'm five foot four. That's all there is to it. Right, can't change it. And here's the deal: is. I am pretty dang funny. Right, and I guarantee you, <laughs> thirty years from now, I will still be funny. Right. And the tall, dark, and handsome guy, he is no longer going to be tall, dark, and handsome. Right. He's going to be arthritic and bent over and whining about something. Right. And probably become fat. Like yeah. me. But not yeah. long. No. But you're, yeah, but you're funny. I'm working on it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I got the funny thing too. But I mean, about. so here's my point you can be offended by the fact that that's not a match for that. It's okay. Because if that's part of your worldview, that that's a really big deal to you, it's okay. I'm fine with that. Dude, she, you just weeded her out. Too. Absolutely, because it's if, a two-way if, street. If you're there's, I love. I don't want to go out with a shallow bitch like you. So. I love walking into because I've got some some lady friends that are very tall. I love walking in to an establishment with a very tall woman on my arm, like just a just a friend or whatever, just to see people's expressions. Like, oh my gosh, what is going on there? And the oh, the funny thing, uh, he must be rich. Or he has a big... Or he's got a big pension plan. Very funny. But it's okay. People have the different... You know, if, you, if you've got a, a financial security thing and you just like dudes with money or chicks with money, that's okay. Yeah. You've got those Weed things. But, but here's the thing. Take that template over to how you do business. It's the same thing. It's okay. You're not going to have people that match on all those things. And it's, but you got to be willing to identify it and you got to be willing to say, Hey, you know what, what we, what we were doing for your business was really, really good. 
or whatever is it sales or marketing or whatever it happens to be. If you don't want to go that route, there's five other right answers. And, and here's the deal. You're going to probably go find something that's going to work pretty good. Here's why we think our approach was really, really good and why it was, why it could potentially be better, but you know what? Maybe not. Maybe this is the way you want to go. Maybe you want to have this, this creative that's in our opinion, not as good. Like we, We've had arguments with, I say arguments, we've had discussions with clients that are like, well, you guys are just like font snobs. A what? Font snobs. Font snobs. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, we're professional. And having like six different fonts in your stuff, that's not a best practices thing in the greater sphere of graphic design and advertising. Like narrow, that's why people have the brand guide. The brand guide sets all that stuff up so that people can recognize your brand. Narrow that stuff down so people can recognize. If you've got a whole bunch of different looks, if you've got a whole bunch of different things on your social and something's different on TV and your radio is completely different and then you got out of home stuff that doesn't look anything like your TV stuff, that's problematic. Right. There's best practices for a reason. But again, it goes it goes back to... Trust the people that you came to, to do, to do the work that you hired them to do. It can be fixing your car. It can be fixing your plumbing. It can be advertising. It can be sales. It doesn't matter. Right. Trust them. I'm not going to come and tell you how to do your job. Right. Let them, let them do it. Don't tell me how to do my job. And know that the bigger picture of society in general is the more we micromanage, the more we helicopter parent, the more we do all these things you're taking away the strength and power of the person that you're doing that to. So like, it's, it's no different, you know, like the brain is a muscle kind of deal, right? If you take away the ability for somebody to walk and you're just like, well, I'm going to protect them. I'm going to put them in a papoose and carry them around. I'm going to put them in a wheelchair. I was in a papoose their days, when I was seven. <laughs> these, these, their, their legs will atrophy and they will not be able to walk. Okay, that will happen. Like you have to exercise, you have to carry your own body weight, you have to do your and your you brain's no different. You have to think, you have to do things. Allow people to do what they do. Okay, get off their ass. Allow them to do what they do. It's just simple that way, right? And it's like I said, it goes you know over and over again. You see people doing it, and I get it. They don't want you. Know, I mean, it's just like you do with your kids, right? Well, I'm gonna protect them. I don't want them to fall down and get hurt. Well, sometimes you're gonna get fall down and get hurt. Sometimes people are gonna do things wrong. Let Dude, them do things wrong. Let them do it wrong. But here's at the end of the day, they're gonna be your kid for 18 years, and then they're gonna go out into the big bad world, and the big bad world is gonna thump them. Yeah. And there's not gonna be anybody there to pick them up, and they're gonna get an opportunity to learn really, really fast what real life is really about. That's just the truth of it. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. It, it blows my, it, like I said, chafes my ass all the time because I sit here and figure it out. I mean, it, it blows me away too. Is like I, I'm telling you and hopefully people, you know, hear this and do it because I've I've gone the other way. I'm sitting here talking to some of these younger guys. I'm like, dude, I understand. You've gone the other way? Yeah. Yeah. The older I get, the more, I'm, more I think about it. Huh. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, well, that's a whole other podcast. Mm. But I think if you literally take the, I you know, t listen to some of these guys have been doing it a while. I've been doing it a while. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I can tell you, I got more successful when I started firing the customer in in a lot of different ways. Just just not going into that partnership. And again, I use that word a lot because it's. Literally, the name of my company is Havoc Sales Partners because I want to be a partner in your sales process. I don't right. want to be the fucking sales guy. I don't want to be the guy. You know, I, I, I'm, that's not me, right? I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna do that. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. I need you to let me in on what you're doing, and that's how those are the people I'm gonna do business with. Now, again, going back to like, it's not personal and don't be offended, kind of deal. You, here's another easy way to think about it. If you're listening to this, think about your sister-in-law like it seems like everybody has a sister-in-law they don't really they like but they don't really like think if you had to just go marry your sister-in-law or your you know the neighbor i don't know just think of someone random mm -hmm. that you know that you'd like this Hold is a on. nice person but could you just go marry that person tomorrow nope you can't do it and then and that's okay like there's different people right and you know what 
she's got a husband that treats her great and is awesome. Maybe even that it's your, you know, you've got your, your own family member that's married to another person. You're like, I don't get it, but they get along great. Everyone's different, right? We're mm-hmm. all totally different. So that, that, that transcends, you know, going back to the tie into to the dating thing, business is the same way. You're going to have customers that just don't like, you're like, dude, I don't know who sees what in that person, but they're going to be a great customer for someone else, but they're not my customer. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like they're going to have somebody because you know what? There's different salespeople out there and I think I do it right most of the time, but there's guys that I see that do it totally wrong. Here's a, I'm going to, oh, 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 a nugget segue here back. Segue. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, what do they call that when you call recall, when you pull it back up, uh, uh call back or recall, call back, call back, call back yeah. right? Here's a call back to the furniture store. Yeah. Talking about different styles for different people. Right. I worked with a guy there and I'm, hundred percent positive he'll never hear this so i really don't give a shit um <laughs> this guy drove me crazy crazy okay his name was glenn and uh glenn myers and uh i love that name glenn glenn myers two ends i think i'm sure oh uh, yeah um, gotta have two ends anyways he he purposely was like he had he and he thought it was funny but he did it like full time it wasn't like he was doing it for laughs it was his gig he was like this repulsive, sexist, smoking, oh yeah, used car sales guy. Did he do this? And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, just dirt, dirty, like pervert guy. That's why I have an issue with him. We ended up having an issue over that. But anyways, he um he would go into this thing where he would say, "By he's like, hey, by golly, he would he put on this character when people would walk in, right? And he'd just be the cheesy." used car but you know now he's a furniture sales guy like, hey, like ned flanders he just come walking up me hey buddy how you doing and they had a little kid he'd get right down in their face hey buddy how you doing today you guys out helping mom and dad oh that's great you know hey mom and he'd call him they you know like it's just he was like he was this 1950s stupid cheesy ice cream salesman you know and he, he's just like you know all clean cut mr nice oh my Gee, gosh, golly, I can't believe you guys came in here after so you know, it was just like it was so fucking cheesy. And 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 he he'd literally say that and then he'd turn around and he'd walk towards us and he'd be like, These fucking people. Like literally, he'd turn around and he'd be like, Yeah, they oh, all right, by golly, well, I'll just be over here hanging out, just waiting for you. If you need anything, you just holler my name, by golly. And he'd walk off and then he'd be like, walk back in the back, he's like, Hey, I'm gonna smoke a fucking cigarette. This fucking dimrod say something. And he literally, it was the weird, anyway, he goes and I mean, to the point that he took his business card, he got his business cards and I don't know why, but somehow I ended up like with the boxes of business cards to hand out to people when we got our cards and I get his cards. There's a card on the front of the box and it says he ordered him because we all ordered our own cards Mm -hmm. and it says Glenn in quotes, in quotes, by golly, Myers. I fucking died. I'm like, you are the cheesiest, stupidest shit. I it drove me crazy. I just couldn't stand this. So guy. here's my devil's advocate thing. There will be people that that remembered him as yeah. that guy. Well, let me give you the punchline. Oh, well, there was a punchline. He was regularly top sales guy. Oh yeah. I couldn't figure the fucking thing out. I'm like, I it's not my style. I don't get it. No. But he had a way of, and you'd watch him. He'd bounce people fast. So I think as soon as he started to rub them wrong, because yeah. he he would. I mean, something would rub, and you just see guys look at him and be like, get the fuck out of here. And as soon as he got that vibe, boom, he never went back to him. And he'd literally get back in line to get the next people to come in or yeah. whatever. And he, so I look back and I'm like, if I can give this guy credit for something, which he's is a style, but he that, that's had his, a style. That's his right answer that worked. Right. Yeah. He found these people that I would never, I mean, I don't know, maybe they would have bought from me too. I don't know, but I do know this. He consistently sold a lot of shit and he had a style that was a hundred percent the wrong way that to me, I'll tell you why. It Cause it wasn't, authentic at the end of the day you are authentic i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bullshit you i'm gonna tell you exactly what i think even if it is damaging to me i'm gonna tell you if your baby's ugly i'm gonna tell you your baby could be a lot cuter you are authentic in that way so when you see the flip side of that coin that's classic sailing hey everybody (laughs) golly because it's not real you can't sustain that 
And when you see that guy out at the bar and you're like, what? That's that by golly guy. Holy mackerel. Is he? Wow. He did. Look at that. Yeah. I didn't think that was possible. It's, it's amazing. Like, I mean, it opened my eyes to the fact that, you know what? Look, there is a, for other sales sure. styles. Everyone sells a little bit differently. It's, it's, it's crazy. I but get some it. of that too is sphere dependent, right? So there is a way that you can go in and present yourself in certain like government stuff or high end type stuff right. or like you're going to be a, yeah. a totally different sales style. He's not going to last no. pitching like in my world now oh, no. against like developers and builders no. and distributors no, people, in the building industry. They'll beat him up. Yeah. They literally, literally beat him up. Yeah. Okay. By golly. How's that feel? I mean, shut the fuck up. Get that. Like literally it, it's really funny. Cause I even take, you know I mean? Like, I sit there and go in with different reps or whatever and, and talk to people at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, they'll call me later and they're like, oh, that guy's a dumbass or whatever, you know. And I'm sure it goes the other way. I'm sure there's calls made to the other reps where they're like, uh, your guy's an asshole. Because yeah. that's, you know, sure. how I come across a little bit. But it's like, it's it, it's my my thing is to, is to be direct, to get through that, figure it out, and move on. If it's not I a think- good fit, I'm okay with that. Like, it goes back to this week. Uh, Gary V put out a thing, a video, and it was, um, why do you curse so much? It was somebody had asked him, like, there was a question, like, why do you feel like you have to curse? He's like, I don't feel like I do. And he, it's a great video. And he basically talks about it. It's like, great question. He's just like, he goes, here's the deal. He's like, I, you know why I, this is why I cuss so much. I'm being authentic to me. Bingo. And I honestly don't care if it offends you, then you're not for me. And I, I know I lose sales over that. I know he says, I know for a fact that I've lost multi-million dollar deals because I said fuck in a meeting in front of a boardroom of people that basically said, we can't have this guy, mm-hmm. you know, doing this with our name. Okay. I He's a hundred percent comfortable with that. And so what I guess I ask of you or ask of salespeople is if you start cussing, start cussing. Yeah. No, that's not way more. No, but if you be, be who you want to be and find those customers that are your customers right. that will, that like you for that. Now, if your, if your thing is saying by golly and gee golly, and, and these customers love you for that, those are your customers. Okay. And if you find a customer that comes in like me and is like sitting in there going, well, what the fuck's this by golly thing about fire that customer? Cause that's not your, cu- like that's, not your that's customer. my customer. Yeah. Okay. That cuts, send him over to me. But like you Here, need I got to a, know, I it got goes, a beer for it you. goes all the way around, man. Like I mean, it's funny. Like here's here's another thing. And, and granted, we we all alter. I'm not saying that you can't just like change what you do, right? I don't mm-hmm. go in and yell fuck everywhere I go. Thankfully, it's in it's in it's in you know I understand my my surroundings at that point. And I have good examples. I have a great customer who I have a great relationship with, who is um, I think they're Hutterite or something. I mean, but they're like mm-hmm. I mean and and the the whole area like the uh, the builders in that area oh, everybody really? i mean yeah. it's it's very strong that way and it was kind of funny cuz i've grown up my whole life in the building industry and everyone gets drunk and says fuck so that's that's what i'm used to so i roll in there the first time i go to this trade show they have a contractor night you know and i i go to the contractor night and i'm setting up i love these contractor nights it's where i do my best work kind of deal i'm like mm-hmm. all right i'm going to get in with the builders that's, that's authentic me. trevor right dude there. they love me man i'm going to roll in here and kill it cuz this is what i do you know i and you know that's that's you know one of those things where i know exactly like i'm the most comfortable so i'm going to do exactly what i do mm-hmm. i so i roll in and I brought a cooler as my, uh, we do door prizes that oh, yeah. you bring, right, that they give away. And then when the, your door prize gets called, you get to go up on stage and like, you know, thank you from, you know, Amic Building Systems. And we gave you the, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you do your little pitch or whatever and you mm-hmm. hand off this your, your cooler. Well, usually when I do that, if I hand out an empty cooler at a contractor event, doesn't have beer in it, I'm going to have to, I'm going to hear about it, right? Uh but no, this your, one, know your environment, know your environment. <laughs> I go up and I, and I didn't, and I'll be honest, I'll admit I was wrong. I mean, I almost made a mistake and, uh, I literally was, I showed up there. I was early. I was setting up my thing. I'm talking to one of the other vendors and I said, yeah, I just got to run. I'm going to run to the truck stop over here and grab a bunch of beer and some bags of ice and throw some beer in this cooler. And he's like, I wouldn't do that. And I'm like, I'm like, what? He's like, 
yeah, no, they don't, they don't drink. And I was like, who don't? And he's like, everybody. I go, nobody. <laughs> he's like, no. Like the, he said like, Ninety percent. Did everything? This, did time slow down? Ninety percent of this crowd, and like every like everything. Like, whoosh, Dude, you, well, then no. I started thinking back to any conversation no. I'd had with the guy, with the buyer, the owner. I mean, he's the yeah. owner of the company, so I'm just like, oh fuck, what have I said? <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I may have, have screwed that. But up there's part long. of me that I'm like, you know, what? I'm authentic. We've been getting along. That's right. what it is. Like, I don't change who I am, but I do know. That I didn't. I'm not firing him because he doesn't drink or because he doesn't say fuck. I'm just saying that you know what I know that that's what it is. And he has other good qualities that are awesome. And we're like, and we get along good. Like we're 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 a good fit. That well, way. you build you build on good that partners stuff. that way. Yeah. yeah. And he knows. But I also know that now I don't bring uh, drinks to the to the event, and I don't you know yell. But fuck see that that's an example of not of not not being authentic. It's just being sensitive to your environment. Right. Yeah, and I, that's, I, it. that's all. I just wanted to Which, touch honestly, on that because it's smart, right? Right. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a different vernacular at church, just Correct. out of respect for that sphere than I am at work. Right. And I'm not. I mean, I'm not a big cusser. I don't cuss all right. that much. I did. I did cuss a lot the other night because I was learning a new program, or if I'm right. working on home improvement projects, or on my car. Yep. And then I turn into a trucker. But yeah. other than those three things, I just don't cuss all that much. But and every it's it's, but it doesn't, thing. it's either it doesn't, natural or it's not. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. And there are times when I do, and where it's for comedic relief, if you will. Mm-hmm. But I did use up my quota for for f bombs last night for probably the rest of January, though. Oh, so we'll fetch. Yeah, gosh darn it! Although my my son, he's into this thing where he's like, "Oh frick!" So he he says that all the time. But the funny thing is, I don't care if he says that when he's playing his video game. Dude, you cannot say frick you to anybody. Yeah, it's it, it's an intent. So here's the funny <laughs> thing. That video on Gary Vee, going back to that, he talks about the difference with profanity is it's in the intent. What is there malicious intent? What's mm-hmm. the intent of the word? You can use any word you want. If, you, if you're using it in a tone in a malicious way. Right. Any word could be bad if they if that's if like you're if meaning say, to hurt that person. You when are you're a saved. real genius. Yeah, like Trevor Brown. Yeah, like you can use. Did you see how malicious emphasis. my face was? Yeah, it was scary. Was my eye twitching? It was scary. Yeah. <laughs> I peed a little bit. Mm, that's what happens when you get older. <laughs> I literally, you know, they he, he talks about that and it it makes so much sense. He's like, I'm not like he goes. There's a big difference between me getting in your face and saying fuck you. Oh yeah. To just being like, what the fuck? Or, you know, like he said, he talks about, he goes, when someone asks me how I feel about my employees and they're like, how do you feel about your employees? He says, it doesn't feel natural for me to say, I really love my employees. <laughs> he said, that just seems like I'm holding I, something back. He said, I, you know, I cheek golly, they're great. <laughs> I feel like I'm almost lying, you know, like, but what he says, what it makes me feel like when somebody asks me that, I say, I fucking love my employees. Cause that's the, he's that's using authentic. it. It's authentic. And yeah. he's, he's using it to say how much he loves it. So it's like, it, you know, every, everyone's got their different thing, but I think we're getting a little sidetracked from, from the thing here, but like, it, it's basically just saying that we, you know, everybody's got a little bit different thing way, way how they do things. Right. Mm. And you're going to alter how you do things. I'm not, I don't want, I, before we end this, I don't want to make people think, well, I'm just saying if somebody doesn't do everything the exact way you do it, no. just fire them. No, that's not what I'm saying when I say fire the customer. What I'm saying is, is find the fits, find that it's making good, it's sensible and you're. Find good partnerships. Yeah. That's. And be, again, be happy at what you do. Like right. make sure you're happy with the people you're doing business with. I mean, and what you're doing in life, in life. Right. Fuck that. Let me back up. Just back it up. Beep. Hold on. Be happy Beep. with everybody Beep. you're you dealing with all in the way life. Up. No, back well. I got to do the sound effect. Yeah. Beep. 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 Okay, now you can go. Okay. Be happy with everybody in your life. Like, fire shitty people in your life, too. Okay? Uh, preach it. So, you are who preach you surround it. yourself with. Be 
around people that make you happy and make things better, right? Surround yourself with those good people. We mm -hmm. keep saying it. We say it all the time. There's a reason I do business with you and the reason that we do this together because I get inspired when I'm around you. I learn things about you. You get, you know, from you. We we have that kind of thing. It's the same thing with your customers. Your customers mm -hmm. are people. When you look at what you you spend nine hours a day working, okay, whether it be your coworkers or your customers or anything, you need to have surround yourself with people that you want to do business with that make you better that whatever. Yeah. So so that's what I'm talking about. When I say when I say to fire somebody, I'm talking about the, you know, the bigger picture kind of thing. Those customers that aren't going to help you or aren't going to help you out, not just monetarily, but just don't they they They're just they suck, suck your energy. They're a sponge, they, man. They make you not want to be at work. Mm -hmm. Okay? There's a reason why we look forward well, to and, Saturday and, and Sunday. They, and they take you away from authentic you. Because what you end up doing as a salesperson or a creative person or whatever is you bend yourself around them to accommodate that quote-unquote relationship. Right. When you do that, that's an unnatural thing. And that's why it's so stressful. It uses up more Trevor units. Yeah. You'll have more time spent. If you spend that time, you know, I mean, if you look at it like a gas tank or whatever, however you want to look at points, whatever, rewards, dollars. Bread basket. What you have in your you know, in, in my Trevor bank to spend. Mm -hmm. And, and some of these guys are just sucking stuff out that aren't, aren't going anywhere with it. I'd rather drop two or three of those guys right. and invest heavier into the ones that do. And that's, what's hard More sometimes to get people. R -O -I. to. R-O-I. Exactly. Ding, 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 ding. And big, it's hard. Big companies don't see that. Like I, I deal with that a lot with my company where, you know, different, you know, when you rep for certain companies and they want you to, they're like, well, let's open up more people, open up more people, open up more people, get more customers, get more customers. No, mm -hmm. it's not about that. It's about having better relationships with the customers you have and so, adding right a good one when you see it. Great but relationships. I don't need to add it because I need to add it. Like, oh, I don't have a customer in Casper, Wyoming. I'm just going to go sign up any dumbass in Casper, Wyoming. Here's I the need thing. to find a good customer in like Casper, Wyoming. Good customers and good relationships, that's good for long-term business. So what do you want? Do you want it to be a football field an inch deep? Or do you want it to be a truck like a, a smaller space with deep roots? Yeah. The, I will take those guys every day. Because here's the thing. Life doesn't go the way that it's scripted. And when the shit hits the fan, those guys with the deep roots, they're going to go, hey, man, my relationship with you supersedes this unforeseen screw up. And we're going to be good. Let's figure out a way to get past it. The guys with the shallow roots, they don't. Huh. They see short term and they go, we're out. We're done. Cheaper price, you're, yeah, they leave. You're blah, blah. It doesn't, yeah. The it deep be. root guy calls me up and says, hey, I just got a call from your competitor and he offered me this. That's a deep root yeah. guy. The shallow root guy, I have to call him two months later. And next thing you know, and he's telling and like, what happened? I haven't heard from you. Know, oh, yeah. Well, two months ago, we started buying from yeah. XYZ. That's the guy you fired. And you got to recognize where those roots are and, and are they going to be deeper than not? And if they're not pull it out because you're using up, man, this is a great analogy. Using up nutrients in the soil, using up space in the garden, pull the weeds. That's see, we just, we just changed the metaphor. Pull the weeds out of your I life. We would have got on that one about 20 minutes ago. God, we are. I was, can you feel that in your heart? Good that warm feeling? Mm -hmm. It does feel good. Pull the weeds out in your life. All right. We got to wrap this up. Yeah. So, uh, that's the nugget. Pull out the pull out the weeds. Fire the customers that are not doing you any good, and frankly, that 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 you're frustrating to them. It's a two sided coin. Set them up for success with somebody else, right? You were not designed yeah. to be a Lego piece that fits with everybody else. You're all different Lego pieces, and that is just fine. So, that's it. So next episode. Um, we're in back. We've touched on this one. Oh, um, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be good. This is gonna be this kind of the type of people that you fire. We're gonna get a little more depth into the uh, oh. who you fire. This is one of the better titles of an episode we have. <laughs> uh, episode eight will be piss droplets and shopping carts. Ooh, that is. I'm in. Hold on, I'm gonna get to the edge of my seat. Yeah. There. So what this basically is, a little teaser here, is what you do when people aren't looking. Um, I think it's a big, you know, it's basically you have to be self-motivating in your life. You have to basically want to be better and do things when other people aren't looking. And 
that's the the challenge is uh, finding those opportunities to do things that will make you feel good because you're doing shit when people aren't looking. So I think that the the bigger thing is what we'll get into there's a funny story about the piss droplets and you've told me this story and the sh- and the shopping carts is pretty general you know do you put your shopping cart back because guess what if you don't you're an asshole because no successful person ever leaves their fucking cart out in the middle of the parking lot for me to hit with my truck when i'm trying to pull into a parking spot unless you're nine months pregnant then you get an out correct and hopefully some gentleman actually walks up and takes yeah. your cart can i take you. your cart ma'am yeah or take you, your cart out you, you were incredibly like fat right no. Don't ever say that. Don't say that. Or don't offer to take one. It looks like you're pregnant, ma'am. Can I take your cart? <laughs> what do you do? Don't do that. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. So anyway, so next episode I think is gonna gonna be a fun one. I enjoy this uh, topic because it's something that I think plays not only in the business world. I think it plays into Everyone, uh, yeah. what I do with my kids. I mean, it's All a big like for me. I push that my kids know piss droplets. If I said to my kids piss droplets and shopping carts, they would know exactly what I'm talking about because I push that on them all the time. So that's that's good leadership, Dad. That's good what job. We try to do. That's what we try to do. I'm gonna come give you a hug. I can't wait. All right, we're out. <laughs>